Support for WRFA is brought to you in part by listeners like you who believe in the vital public service WRFA provides through its arts and education programming, as well as through our coverage of local news and public affairs. Plus, your generous support lets us provide a number of volunteer-based programs to be shared on our airwaves. Help keep community radio in Jamestown and Chautauqua County alive by making a contribution today. To make a tax-deductible donation or learn more about becoming a station underwriter, use the donate page on our website, wrfalp.com, or send a check to WRFA Radio, 116 East 3rd Street, Jamestown, New York. Or you can call 716-664-2465. You are tuned in to Arts on Fire right here on 107.9 WRFA. How you doing out there? I'm your host, Anthony Merchant, here with you. Got two guests in studio. And uh, I, I mean, I guess kind of their return, but didn't realize it's almost been a year in the making since uh, their return. I have with me Sean Lander and Scott Slade. Of the Hollow Society, they uh, they got a new single out right now, just living life. But they got a new album coming out very soon. So that we talk some new music and just talk some Hollow Society with the uh, guys. I had a blast with them on Arts on Fire Live. They informed me last October as we talk in uh, September 2023. So it's been a while. But uh, how you both doing? Doing great. Thanks for having us. Always appreciate coming in. I'm doing very well myself. It's good to. Good to hang out with you again, Mr. Merchant, and talk about uh, whatever you, whatever you. Because I listen to your interviews all the time and stuff, and you just you just have a good time with your guests, and so I'm look, I, I'm looking forward to seeing what you throw at us. It's, and we it, promise not to swear. That I appreciate. No we'll promise. Do. I was going to say <laughs> we'll make promises you can't keep. I'll try. Like, we'll try. Yeah. We'll try. Our I like best. his more. Yeah, like mm-hmm. we definitely yeah, will. He's like, well, we'll try. we'll attempt. We'll make attempts. Do you hear a long beep? <laughs> If something gets chopped, well, guess what? <laughs> You'll know from that. No, I, right. I'm looking forward to it, too, because, I mean, like, with Arts on Fire Live, I mean, obviously, we got to, like, interview, but he, it's a quick. Mm-hmm. It's a very quick. I mean, we got to, we get, it was more a performance, whereas mm-hmm. this, I actually get to, like, chat with you guys. Right. We get to get inside your minds. We get to oh, know no. what's yeah. Scott really thinking over there behind that base. Oh, yeah, what is, what is Scott thinking behind <laughs> that base? I am thinking... <laughs> That the Arts on Fire live show was a really good show. I, I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I think I think these guys did a great job. The only thing I wish, I wish that we'd have been able to have an audience. I wish that's that right. I would have brought a string. Was, yeah, because there would have been. Oh, that's right. I forgot. I, about I think that. I might be the only person that's ever been on Arts on Fire that broke a string. You know what? As far. I've been hosting it like a year and a half now. I can't think of another person. Yeah. I will get with confidence. I will give you that one. I I covered it pretty well. No, we covered it pretty well. <laughs> no, I changed. I, I changed all kinds of things. You got no credit no, there, man. You didn't it. break a string. I did. <laughs> but no. now we have we have video evidence of it too, and it's <laughs> right. just it's that is a hard one to hide. There is literally horrible a full performance on YouTube <laughs> right now. And speaking <laughs> the of, the string is hanging down, and I'm quickly trying to. Well, you, I gotta adapt this quick. If you haven't watched it yet, <laughs> you should true. totally yeah go back go and watch back it. and watch that arts on fire. Yeah, it's great. I, uh, I mean, on not, YouTube, not to just start this off like showering compliments, but I I think you guys of of everyone I've had on. Probably like the most like nice stage presence, like energy, like credits you guys too, because you're right. There's no audience at the time. You still had you had an energy. It felt right, like I right. was seeing a live show. It's a and look at some people come in and I get it. I, it's that's probably hard to do that to nobody. Just mm-hmm. do a couple cameras and me lurking. I was going to say me lurking in the it, shadow. But in all honesty, that was our crowd. 
you should come see us at our practice facility. <laughs> oh, <laughs> we do the same thing, but we're oh, dancing still... around the empty beer cans. <laughs> and and we a... got nobody there. And a four foot tall plastic Easter bunny. That's right. The Easter bunny watches us. <laughs> I was your four foot uh, plastic <laughs> Easter bunny. <laughs> That's what you're, I was. Oh, doing. you're taller than that. You're four and a half at least. <laughs> yeah, at least four and a half. You are an Easter bunny, though. I'll give you I, that. I, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. I think. Thanks, Easter bunny. You got any candy? <laughs> we want some candy. We're we'll hungry. My hollow, my hollow chest. Let let Anthony ask questions. <laughs> well, actually, that's I a didn't. Good... Know, I, I thought he did. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question somewhere in there, Scott. Somewhere in there, there was one. No, how, uh, how long is this show? <laughs> This could take the rest out. of the night. Well, this is a two-parter. Is this the, is this the first two-parter? Oh, yes, yes. I was going to ask you guys, I mean, I guess as we're going off the Arts on Fire Live performance, which was last year, which again, I know, I know I've know, i said that like three or four times now, but my God, can't believe it's been a year. What have you guys been up to this year, though? What is What has mm. 2023 brought the Hollow Society? What's been going on in your world? We have played some fantastic shows with some fantastic bands in Erie and in Jamestown. Um, playing with Eden on Fire, Cheap Thrill, Virus X, nice. uh, Storms Within. I'm sure I'm missing people, but it's been so much fun just playing these Sunless these, Sky. Sunless Sky. Let's oh not my forget God. Sunless Sky. Yes. Amazing band Incredible. out of Ohio. Nice. Amazing band. And uh, just sharing stages with other amazing musicians. Is, great human beings, all yeah, of them. Yes. That's that's why I do it. I, you know. If, <laughs> We've done our if, we've done our share of some charity shows as yeah, well. Nice. Um, Eagles Club was a really good show. We played a beautiful benefit for a, a wonderful woman named Eileen mm-hmm. back in uh, I think it was February. And she is doing very well. Yeah, which she is, is great. winning her cancer battle. Oh, We're very very happy to say, which uh, did not work out for us a couple of years ago when <laughs> yeah, our our, yeah. our poor woman died that morning of the show. So we're very happy that Eileen's doing great, but yeah, that's what we've been. Uh, we had the um, Band Aid as mm-hmm, well. That mm-hmm, was a that mm-hmm. was a wonderful show down we there. We play with the uh, Tune in Tokyo and Fred Leppard and Kaylee and Kayla and oh my goodness, yeah, that Madison Lander remember. and some some oh, guitar yeah, playing yeah. dad of hers yeah. and. They played some Taylor Swift songs. We played a Taylor Swift song. We apologized. <laughs> we apologized before playing it. But. You guys, you get down to PA a, a decent amount, don't you? I feel like yeah. I see you guys play like Erie mm-hmm. and Warren and yeah, stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. our, our, our next show is actually down in Clarendon, Pennsylvania. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, October 7th. Show. Yeah, we're playing the show. whole rock and roll show that night. Nice. We're breaking out all the, all the fun stuff. All the, that's a good one to go see you at. Yeah, if you really want to see the band <laughs> at, it, at its peak of playing everything, come on out. And after three hours? Shows. Oh, wow. You, you will be tired. <laughs> you will be tired watching us. Scott does not quit drinking the entire time. For so three it gets, hours? It gets a little sketchy. <laughs> <laughs> will he even be playing a bass <laughs> we, at the end? <laughs> we don't know if Sean will have a voice, but he'll still be running around like a madman. <laughs> Be, do you do you get? I know you just mentioned you play the man in Ohio. Do you get to Ohio at all? We're kind of in that area where you can kind of. That's we have nice not yet. No. no, we have not yet. No, that's we that's next. Should. Next on our bucket list to get out there. How long has the band? Well, actually, before we get into that, let's get in the history a little. I mean, how long has the Hollow Society been a band now? How long have you been doing this? Um, the first version of this band was created down in Southeast Georgia, and it was really? called Hollow. And that was created back in 2009. And in 2010, I moved back here to New York. 
And I didn't want it. We had released an EP. We had a little bit of traction. We actually had a top 40 independent radio song with oh, nice. this time down in Miami and Tampa area. So we did not, I didn't want to lose the momentum of it. And I didn't want to discredit my bandmates. But I wanted to continue the momentum of the, the Hollow album and EP. So I created the Hollow Society to incorporate all of it. And the first version of that debuted up here in 2012. Oh, nice. And went for a couple of, well, about two and a half years. Who was in that one? Um, I'm sorry, Nick, I'm taking Nick over Campbell your job. Was, oh, do it, man. Yeah, it, Nick Campbell <laughs> was the main member. He was through all the little variations of it. Now, Nick was uh, just left the probables. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. So, and uh, Rob Buckler was in that band. Uh, Joel Forsgren was in that band from uh, Porno Tongue, Slow oh, okay. Motion Breakdown. Yeah. And um, Amber Lee Cook was our vocalist. And when Amber left, and I took over on vocals again, and we had a couple of different lineup changes, and we carried on for about another year or so. And then uh, things just started to transpire. I put that band away. I joined another band. I had a heavy metal band for a little while. And then uh, I was in Festivus with Frank and Phil, who are in our band. Uh, Frank, guitar player, Phil uh, Frank, drummer. Yep, Frank was playing... Um, but he was probably playing bass He then, was playing he? bass in Festivus, and we brought Phil in as our last drummer in Festivus. And our guitar player, Paul Harris, moved down to Cincinnati. And this was 2016. So when Paul left... I went to Frank and Phil and said, this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to put the Hollow Society back together. You guys want to be in? So we just went from one practice to another. They were in. We performed as a three-piece for four, four to six months. Um, tried in a, Had another guitar player in for a little while, uh, Jesse Wolf. And then uh, when Jesse left, we, great had, guitar player, great we guy. had a couple of different people come through the ranks, but nothing worked out. And this knucklehead here... <laughs> was listening to me vent one night and he said well why were you were we at matt's um we we were at my house okay yeah we were at my house and he suggested to me he said well frank plays guitar why don't you move frank to lead guitar i said like i'm gonna find a bass player they're harder to find than than guitar players because frank was playing bass and okay okay. yeah and he he looks at me goes oh what about me? And I'm like, you don't want this gig. <laughs> you don't want this. And he's like, well, then he said in an explicit word. <laughs> I appreciate I appreciate with, putting it that with way. With the word you after the end of it. And he said, why not? I said, well, because you're too good. <laughs> you did and not say I, that. I think I did. I said, yeah, that. I, yeah you're okay. too good. All right. Well, but you're anyway. Still, you're, you're a liar. Anyway, he comes out to the studio and that was it. He's been in the band ever since, and he can't leave now. So. I tried to quit. I tried to quit like every six months. No. So does Frank. Just, you, can't, you can't go. <laughs> Frank does, too. Me can't and Frank, go. we try to get out of this. But no. You just can't. You, you, you're like, Like okay. the Rolling Stones say, you're not leaving this band unless you're in a box. <laughs> I mean, this lineup's been, I mean, that's a good, what is that, 16, 17? Well, yeah, he, he, he's been in the, the band three for of them four for years. Quite a few years, but yeah. Still, you've been in four years. January yeah. will mark four years. Yeah, yeah. Jeez, man. Where did I go wrong in life? Oh, no. Look I mean, at your outfit, though. <laughs> I know. 
You weren't dressing like I, this four I, years I, ago. I know. That's it's a bad that, trip. That's the reason I stay in the <laughs> you, band. Is you I don't get to see wear us right clothes. now, but we are. We we look the part right now. We were we were before you got here. We were talking some Bunny Carlos. Like I feel like before you were in this band, what's, you had like what's, suit and tie. What's Cheap Bunny trick. Carlos? Cheap trick okay. drummer. Cheap trick drummer. Okay. Yeah, I don't know all these things. Oh, that's okay, oh, man. Okay. Yeah. He, <laughs> Basically, I'm just, about it. he looks straight laced. Yeah. I feel like before the band, looks like a banker. Yeah, he looks like uh-huh. a banker before <clears throat> right, the band, right. baby. Okay, but not anymore. <laughs> You've been transformed. How <laughs> society yeah. has transformed you. Yeah. We are we're a rock and roll show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Lemmy said it best. People want to see something from another world on stage. Right, right. If you're going to look like you just finished mowing your lawn, yeah, I don't want to see you on stage. It bores me. You can be the greatest musician, and I give everybody credit, but put on a show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you want some. value that stage, value your ancestry. And this is the, this is what I learned the, from the playing in this band is you know because I've I've learned in other bands I've played with and stuff I've learned certain things I've learned technique I've learned you know how to how to cover songs I've learned how, in this band I learned from from Sean directly what it means to perform you know it's not just standing there and playing your instrument it's it's being involved in the whole process of of playing the music, interacting with the audience if there is one, pretending if there's not, um, and and you just being like 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 Lemmy said, just being being something absurd that people are going to walk out of there going, what the was that? If you, I almost slipped that. Yeah. If you if you think about it, think back to to like interviews, and you had all these interviews about. The Doors in the early days, and Jimi Hendrix in the early days, The Who in the early days, um, The Rolling Stones, Kiss, Alice Cooper. They always talked about how people would go to the show. They couldn't believe their eyes. Yeah, They had to come back and see it again. I learned from that. I've always learned from that, and I've always adapted to that. I want people to go home and go, that was cool. Mm-hmm. That was something I don't yeah. see everywhere. We played a show at the Wine Cellar. A few months yeah. back, yeah. I was in the middle of Main Street playing guitar. <laughs> nice. Seriously, I mm-hmm. was. You know, those are the little things that I had a couple of people come up afterwards, and they were just like, "That's nuts." I didn't know where you went. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, 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 he was in the middle of the road. I left. Man. He wasn't there. Yeah, so I, I left. Just kept playing. You know? I don't know where'd my front man go. <laughs> you know, that's that's the type of little things. And then you know, you're driving by in the car and. Oh, I gotta go man? see. <laughs> I gotta go see this. What is going on in there? You know, like, and, and it sounds like I me. Mean, you've you've kind of been doing it for a while, but like, like for you, is there kind of a balance of that? Because like, I know what you're talking about. Like for me, like when I go see a live band, I want that energy. Like to me, obviously, mm-hmm. you want them to play good, but like, I honestly care more about are you moving around, jumping right, around, all that. Right. Are but they it, having fun? Yeah, are they, are they having fun? Having fun? But yes. it, was that a balance to learn it all of you, like you're saying? Because it's like, I guess if you're used to playing live on stage and not moving around a lot, as silly as that might sound from someone outside perspective, that's actually a lot of work to still be able to proficiently uh, right, play your stuff right. and move around. Right. That's why there's people who don't always do uh, right. that. You just sit around. I mean, did you have to kind of... I'm sure you're good at it now, but you have to kind of learn that at the beginning of the band. I've always, from way back, what we were just talking earlier about the first band I was in, I was. They called me the wandering bass player. I can't stand <laughs> still when I'm playing. Oh, that's a good there thing. Was, there was there was not the intent and in the and the purpose behind it at the time. You just do it. But I'm just do 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 do. You know, just wander around and. You know, going and seeing what the drummer's doing, going and seeing what the guitar <laughs> player's doing. You know, so I, I, 
but but, but now, now he'll go see what the cook is doing. Doing it, doing it with a purpose and with intent to, you know, to 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 give something, because these people, you know, I, I've gone to more shows than I've played, mm. and when I go to a show, I want it, I want something that is fun and exciting and that makes me smile and that I enjoy, and so when I'm playing, that's what I want to give. I want you know and and. The rest of the band's the same way, you know. We want to, we want you to enjoy yourselves, and whatever we have to do to make that happen, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna try our best to do it by all and means. It, and it's a way to pull the audience in too. When you're interacting with them, you make them a part of the show. Yeah, and it doesn't yeah. matter if we're playing a tiny little place or if we're playing mm-hmm. a big place. You yeah. can you can do that. You can interact with the mm-hmm. people and make them feel like they're seeing something and being a part of the show themselves. Absolutely. Is that something you feel like you've kind of consciously thought of since the beginning of the You know what I mean? Like did somewhere in there, you know, you're playing mm-hmm. live for a while, but like somewhere like, "Oh, like we this is now something to think of." Or do you feel like from the beginning of Kind of playing live, I have been, been I have been doing it from the beginning, but that's what I grew up watching and it excited me, and I've just tried to mimic. I steal a little bit from everybody. Oh yeah, you yeah. know everybody is. <laughs> yeah. I I am a true milkshake blend of everything <laughs> I have ever seen, listened to, and loved, mm-hmm. and Aren't I want all? to pay respect yeah, exactly. to. It. Yeah, you know that's that's the way I look to it. I'm paying respect to everybody, but I grew up. In idolizing those bands of the seventies and the eighties, and the Rolling Stones and the Led Zeppelins and the Who's, and then morphing into Prince and Kiss. Alice Cooper has always been a big thing for me, and Alice has always delivered Amazing. night after night. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, T Rex. Watch, nice. go back and watch the videos. David Bowie. That was not just you know. Crosby, Stills, and Nash and Young sitting on four stools. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I love CSNY, but it's not four people sitting on a stool. Even if I do an acoustic show sitting on a stool, I try to put some form of presentation into it somehow. You know, I'll put your eye out with a guitar pick. You know, I'll do something. <laughs> Even that term frontman to me, I mean, obviously it can be like, you know, the person singing, playing guitar, but like, to me, that still means something. Where it's like frontman's like, yes. are you climbing on the PA yeah, or right. kick, you know what I mean? Right. Like to me, there's still something delivered there because I don't think the frontman is a guy up there with like kind of like that with an acoustic guitar, just standing yeah. up there mm-hmm. singing. Like frontman, I do. It's like loud in your face, kind of. They're, they're an entertainer. Something's conjured up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Something's in your head where you go like, that's yeah, that's you, the frontman. You think of Freddie Mercury. Yes. yes. You know, you think of Eddie Vedder. You think of Mick Jagger. You know these these. David Lee Roth. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, essential. They're they they're just doing their thing, and that's why you're there. And, and it's the autopilot. rest of the band just adds to it. Oh yeah. You know. Well, you gotta give credit there too, because you do have to have a nice foundation. <laughs> you know helps. what I mean? There's there's like even like a even like a Van Halen. I mean, you know, you talk Michael Anthony's bass mm. oh, playing, yeah. but you gotta have foundation there. Yeah. You can't you can't have every person mm-hmm. in the band doing wild things, yep. playing wild things at the same time. Yeah. You know, we're talking obviously a lot live and energy and all that, and live show is a big thing with the band. But I always like kind of talking about, and it fits because you know we're talking some new music as well. How about the recording side? You guys enjoy. The you know you're spending the time on the stage and stuff. 
you like tweaking songs, playing in the studio, getting those songs ready, or do you just want to get them recorded and get back on that stage? I just want to record them and get on stage. Are you more on that side? I, of I, I, I am. I think that's where I am, too. I want to do it right, and I'll put the time into doing it yeah. right. But you want to but, sit there and tweak every single thing, go rework this song five times. I'll, I'll, I'll right. be honest with you. We're we're doing this all self-contained right now. Frank is yeah. actually yeah, we're recording and mixing and, and mastering it. And God bless him. He's mm-hmm. learning and he's working all these techniques. And I just bought this tool. I just bought this program, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, dude, it's let's let's go on stage. You just want to get out of the He's doing such a good job. I mean, I, the, the stuff I love he's this. putting out sounds incredible. Yeah, I love you know? being in the studio, and, and I used to really value it. Now I just I value the performance mm-hmm. side of it more. It's just more of a You know, the the day of the rock star is dead. Yeah. We're not going to sell a bunch of albums. records, yeah. You know, it's nice to have some CDs at our merch stand to sell. Mm-hmm. and You know, that's, that's great, but... The bottom line is I don't think anybody really cares anymore. If we yeah. got something out there, we've got some songs playing here on RFA, some some songs on Fox. There's a couple other radio stations. Yeah. Corey's been playing us, Erie. There's there's all these internet stations that got the songs in rotation. But I don't think it really means anything at the end of the day the, anymore. Yeah, records aren't going to sell. I mean, uh, vinyl will sell, but you have to be yeah. you have to be some huge name to sell. How about song? I'm sure it changes up like general songwriting process in the Hollow Society. How does that? That guy. Is, how does it generally? That work? guy is the song writer you are the songwriter in this band you are the songwriting process yes i'm looking at it i then i i like to get everybody's input on it Mm -hmm. afterwards oh yeah and a lot of the songs um they have started a lot of these songs have filtered through the years too Mm. um sometimes they just come back up this band and i will go out on a limb right now and scott slade frank phillips and phil starkweather i can bring them anything and they will make it better. Mm-hmm. Doesn't matter how mm-hmm. I envisioned it in my head. Doesn't yep. matter how I write it. They will bring something to the table that I do not see. Yep. We had a song. Um, it's one of the best songs live, and it's called Flesh Fanatic. And I had this song as a diehard metal song. Years ago, I had the riff. It took a while. I had a metal band down in Warren, Pennsylvania for a while. That's when the song was kind of created and put together. And the first time I started playing it with this band, they just added this lilt to it where it started to breathe more. And all Mm -hmm. of a sudden, I started to realize that. So then we started, after that, we uh, revisited a song I had written called Pain. And all of a sudden, Pain went from this die hard you know just just balls to the wall metal song and all of a sudden became almost like this this disco funk groove really and all of a sudden i was just like oh my god you know and that's just the thing about this band i can write some some song here and there and take it in and go well i got an idea what it's going to sound like no i don't you don't know (laughs) you really don't know i don't and that's that's what is beautiful about it. And some of the songs just, they take on new life as they've been around. We just mm. will change an arrangement here or there, slow it down a little bit, add a little something here and there. And it's that's, really, that's what makes it a band. A band, yeah. You know, Phil writes some lyrics here and there. Mm. I will give him something, go, I don't like this. Write something. 
Um, Scott Slade, um, when we had, um, oh, what song am I thinking about? This is what makes a band a band is when you completely trust each other. Like I have this creative thing that is mine and I'm going to share it with you because I know that when it comes back to me, it's going to be better. You're, you're, you know, that's that trust that, that absolute trust in the other members of the band Mm -hmm. to, to not let you down, you know, that's, that's huge. That makes, that's why we have so much fun yeah. when, you know, when we, when we play live, it's because we love each other, you know, and we can go off this, this band is very unique in the fact that I don't have to speak. It's just like, we just sort of start the, the Rolling mm-hmm. Stones used to talk about weaving, Mm-hmm. Keith Richards and Ronnie Wood would talk about weaving. And I didn't really realize it until about six months ago, but we really have that in this band. Right. Because it, it's coming we along, yeah. Just have that moment where all of a sudden things will mm-hmm. naturally slow down, naturally start to expand and jam out mm-hmm. or come back in. Sometimes it'll go faster. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't have to call out songs. I can just play something, and everybody just sort of dives in on your toes, and and it just flows. Yeah, he'll literally it's, just hold his hand up and and point, put his fingers up, and go like he's not saying it, but his fingers are going one, two, three. And Phil knows where to go. Yeah, how Jeez. Phil knows where to go, I yeah. have no idea. Yeah, but since Phil knows where to go and he hits what his thing, now I know where I need to go. And then Frank's like, "Oh yeah, I got this one," and mm. you know, it's, and it's exciting. It, it really is. is. It's fun. And that's part of what makes the live experience so much better for us is that we can go anywhere. We can take a song that, you know, a three minute song, it can be 17 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't, it's not like it gets to be a boring 17 mm-hmm. minutes. It's a interesting mm-hmm. 17 minutes because you don't know where you, it's going. You, uh, to use a sports analogy, Sean will be doing his thing and he'll lateral the footballs to Frank and then Frank will take over and he'll run a couple yards and then he'll I don't know where to go from there. <laughs> I, I was just going to football, not balls. <laughs> I was just saying I have a footballs analogy. <laughs> but that's, but no, that's, that's, the that's one of the things. And there's just this, this unspoken vibe that we get, especially like live, a song like Flesh Fanatic where we don't have to speak. Mm-hmm. We just make it happen. And that's one of the songs where Scott and I like to go out into the crowd and mess around with the crowd. Mm-hmm. And Frank and Phil will just hold it down. And when we get back up there, it flows to the to next spot that it has to go. But nobody says anything about it. It just happens. Yeah, there's no stopping in the middle of that to go, no. all right, next move, guys. And, yeah. you know, we're not, we are not a cover band. But we can throw in aspects, and it just goes naturally. Just goes right into there. Do you guys have, like, I mean, because obviously the Hollow Society has been around for a while, but, I mean, this formation of the band, and, I mean, you two, I mean, it sounds like about four years or so playing together, which also goes into that. I mean, obviously you get that kind of musical connection from playing. You you don't get that off just four guys off the streets. You can't just pick that up. No, and it's funny. We just had this conversation not too long ago where we were sitting down and we were talking about how this lineup, even though people have talked about, eh, you know, maybe it's time to hang it up. Maybe I'm getting tired of it. No, 
It just keeps getting better. It does. And, you know, we've got 20 more years to go. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about it again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then you'll talk about it if you're... Yeah. You're not I, leaving this I band unless it, you're in a box. I, I think it was I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Maybe, maybe three years ago. Two or three years ago, I said, I'm ready to be done. I've been doing this long enough. I'm ready to be done. And we agreed. We would talk Let's at the end of the year. finish out this year, and then we'll talk about it next year. Had well, too much fun. Decided, <laughs> well, no, had had too much years fun. Later, you no, know, it is. It's it's just it's just grown, and it's just like he was saying when we play it, the interaction between each of us and how it's a fruit. You know, of your I, labor I, I, I'm just gonna I just just to to throw a little bit to to Frank and Phil here because they're not here to talk about how awesome they are. I will talk about <laughs> how awesome they are. They are. They yeah. just they they. Feel everything you you just when when Frank hits the the it just he just got this tone that comes through and fills back there just keeping everything together and we can there there's never a moment in a house society show where I doubt any of the other people on the stage and that's incredible you can trust again that's it goes back incredible. to that trust yeah. yeah. And like not, and again, like you're not like and, breaking up the flow and, of things to stop and talk. Like and it's all like without. Even, bon Jovi had a lyric lost. once upon a time. Bon Jovi said, "We don't know where it's going, but we all know where it's been." That's every show for us. Mm-hmm. We don't know where it's going, <laughs> right. but we know where it's been. <laughs> and I actually think about that every so often because I will get goosebumps on stage. Mm. I will. There are times where I'm just like, I cannot believe what is happening beside me and behind me right now. And we're nobodies. We're just we're just four people from All right. Faulkner, Frewsburg, Sinclairville, and Clymer. You know, we're just four weird, goofy dudes that play music together. That make a and unit. When we, we make one. Yeah. That's a good band. I mean, it goes back to that. With like, you know, band is more than... There's lots of bands who I think members think they are more than they are. Then you go see their solo careers after. There's a lot of bands you think like the yeah. bass player yeah. doesn't realize until yeah. after the band yeah. that they weren't. The it's thing. always the bass player too. <laughs> I know. Why did I say that? Look right at you. I'm sorry, I, man. My, I'm my, a bass player myself. So my my favorite little talk. meme on Facebook I've ever seen is the singer getting all these girls in the pool and the, the guitar player and the drummer barely treading water. The bass player is the skeleton at the bottom. <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> Those bass player, I'll make it big without you guys. I was going to ask too. I mean, lots of you know how society talk, but since I have both of you here, you're also in another project now, the Walk. Which you've been doing a little while. You want to talk about that? How that formed? That is. This is my project. Nice, nice. Um, and I don't want to. I don't want to spend too much time on this, but no, I, um, I just uh, I I write music. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to get some friends together to perform my music um, that I write. Uh, and so I ended up getting my friend Dana and my friend Kazzy and couldn't find a guitar player for the life of me. And <laughs> and Sean, <laughs> as dumb as he is. He couldn't find a bass player a couple years ago. <laughs> right. So it's, you know. How about me? <laughs> But um, there, there sounds like the same thing all over. But I don't think I said that. No, 
there. I was coming out to see Scott, and he's like, please bring your guitar over. I'm like, <laughs> please bring your guitar. I I'm like, I'm, I'm, I said I was going to come on over and see you guys tonight. Please, please bring your guitar. bring your guitar. Why? Just please bring your guitar. Because you're the only one that will. Um. <laughs> and I'm dumb enough to do it. So <laughs> and I did. No, that, that's something that we're working on. We're building where it's, it's um, you know, it, it's fresh. Early you know, stages. Er, very early stages. We're working on this. We got some good stuff going, but that's not why we're here tonight. I mean, do either of you have, and, and I don't know if it's a thing you think about, but like goals and things you want to do with the band. Do you think of where you want to take it? Mm-hmm. Is that a thought at all? Do you yep. take it as it comes? Like, yep. I want to play on every stage I can possibly play on nice, with nice. this band. That's what I want. I don't. I don't care. I don't care where. I don't care how much money. I just want to play on every stage I can possibly play on with the Hollow Society and do our thing and get up there and these, these look. I mean, look at this. Come on, dude. I do. How could you, on a, I how really could you like not that. want to be on stage looking like this, playing this music with these musicians, and not feel alive? Come on, that's that's my goal. That's what I want. I like that goal. I completely agree. And I, the one thing that I. I'm humbled by is that everywhere we go, we find a new person. Mm-hmm. Nice. My my one and only goal every show is I want to find the one face I've never seen before, and I want to see that face enjoy this show. And I have never failed to not see that. That's the one thing that I take the most pride in. I you know if you've come out to see us. 10, 15 times, whatever, God bless you. Thank mm-hmm. you. Yes. And I will you. I will find you and I will appreciate you. But I look for that one person. Just the random person that and, came in you know, to that, the bar. That didn't Not a familiar know, face. Yeah. Didn't know what they were coming to see or what have you. And when we get to them, they're mm-hmm. the ones that I, that's where I take my pride from. And they're I, the ones that come up to you afterwards and go, man, mm-hmm. Wow! Thank you. That was a good show. Yeah, nice. that's that's what that, means that, the most. That just fills your. I mean, that gets you right into solar plexus. Any uh, live shows coming up? You want to tell people about October seventh in Clarendon, Pennsylvania is the next one up. We'll be back in Erie, Pennsylvania. If anybody from Erie is listening in, in November, yeah. So, and we're looking to get one more show here in the local area in Jamestown before the end of the year. Where should we send people? You know, they want to check out, we'll play some music and stuff for folks, but, uh, you know, where do we... Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, uh, Apple Music. All over the place. Spotify, we're there. Type us in, find us. Well, let's, uh, you know, great talking to both of you. We're going to close out with some music. Very excited. We don't get a lot of, like, in-studio performances. So we're going to get a song right now. I believe we're going to do the uh, anti-bullying song. You want to you know, kind of talk a little bit about the song you guys will be performing here for us? Yeah, we're going to give you an acoustic performance of Leave Me Alone. The song was written back in 2011. And I wrote it for an organization called the Bully Busters. And... I was asked by the leader of that organization if I would be interested in performing at a concert. And he told me about, he was starting this movement about bullying children in schools. And I had not really paid much attention to it. And all of a sudden I turned on the news and all the time you're seeing about kids 
who were harming themselves or even killing themselves mm -hmm. because they were being bullied in school. So it was the easiest song I ever wrote, to be honest with you. After hearing his story, um, I sat down. Uh, we were having a cup of coffee, and I wrote on the napkin the lyrics that you're going to hear. Mm. They are the original lyrics. Oh, really? I just, I just wrote them, and I slid them over to him, and I said, I will do one better. I will write you a song. And I said, something along the lines of this, I will tell the story. And he looked, and he started crying. And I was like, well, I'm hitting a nerve here. And I never changed anything. Wow. I wrote the music the next morning, and this song has existed in every version of this band. And I perform it whenever we have the acoustic guitars out. We don't always play it in every single show, but um, when the acoustic comes out, the song gets played. The songs get played. That's right. It's called Leave Me Alone, Please, there's, Today. There's power in music. There's love in music. And we can share that. And I, I appreciate this song very much, and I'm glad I get to play it, and I'm glad you wrote it. And this is one of those songs that I think everybody shines on. Um, Frank delivers a mm -hmm. beautiful guitar solo that speaks to you. Mm -hmm. David Gilmore-ish, mm -hmm. in a way. Um, Phil is on background vocals and keeping the beat and just driving it. And Scott came into the band and added this incredible bass line. It just moves it even more. And it's a very powerful song, and I'm very appreciative of everybody that listens to it. Awesome. Amen. We got some, again, we don't get a lot of in-studio performances. Well, thank so. you for having us. All right. Well, some music right here on Arts on Fire.
Wasn't all that long ago when he really enjoyed school Laughing with the whole class, always thinking he was cool Then one day they found him and he didn't have time to run Crying out for justice, well there never is none Leave me alone, please, today The screams of anguish, the screams of pain It's another infliction on the day Dave.